Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome back to Back of the Cereal Box. This is the Saturday morning virtual rec room, and it is brought to you by Nightrike, the novella by John Pica. Vampire Nazis versus Pulp Heroes of the Age. Pick it up for $2.99 at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you get ebooks. Also brought to you by Four Bad Crows by The Murdering Crows. It's a great album. Available on iTunes, on Amazon, on Google Music, wherever you get music. This morning in the Virtual Rec Room, we've got super podcaster Drew Milden, host of Drew vs. the World, and we're going to join that conversation in progress right after these messages. Hey there, friends and foes, Serial Boxers. Welcome to the Virtual Rec Room. This is Back of the Serial Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica, but you can call me Johnny. And this morning, we are going to have a lot of fun. We've got a very special guest, Drew Milden of Drew versus the World. And best of all, the whole gang is back together. The band is back together. My broadcast partner, the incomparable, super talented. She's in a great mood this morning. She's a bundle of sunshine. We all know and love her. Please welcome the one, the only, D. Barty. Good morning, D. Barty. <laughs> oh, now you put on the smile. The actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's dropping f bombs at me before we go live, and now she's all happy, chipper. He's lying. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there's like that. There's, I don't talk like that. Uh huh. Uh huh. So. Um, <laughs> Per, per usual, Debartee is uh, having a few uh, a few technical issues this morning. Your phone was drained, so you, and so you can't plug in your earbuds. And uh, D, you know what we need? We need people to just go ahead and contribute at buymeacoffee.com/slash cerealboxpod. Because, it, look, it only costs a couple, like, seven, eight hundred dollars. We're going to figure it out. Okay. I, I would have come down there the other night, but we had a little emergency happen on the... It's a big thing. All right. <laughs> so, also welcome to the show. Hopeful simplicity, sweet Melissa, Melissa Stetcher. How you doing, Melissa? Hi, friends. You I would drop the F-bomb, just not here. You both did. You we love did. you, Johnny. So, Melissa, you took off the glasses. You look so cute in glasses. Thank you. And I discovered Melissa has a secret talent that she's been hiding from us. Melissa is a phenomenal singer. Oh, you've got a great voice. Thank you. And and I got a song stuck in her head last night. And Don't do not start loves it. Loves me for it. Don't you start that today? Oh, it's already stuck in your head now. Just thinking about it. No, you're welcome. Uh, and also rounding out the Fab Four, the band is all back together. The boys of noise, the Sultan of sound, Sean Connors. 
Good morning. What's going on, everybody? All right, here's the the intro I want to do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all around the world, please welcome the Fab Four on percussion. It is the boys of noise, the sultan of sound, Sean Connors. Oh, my God. On lead guitar, it is the incomparable Miss D. Barty on keyboards and backing vocals. It is Melissa Stetcher, and on lead vocals, it is Johnny B. Please welcome the back of the cereal box crew. that because I can play piano. Can you really? (laughs) I didn't know that. So okay. Yes, you did. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. You were like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I forgot. (laughs) And and I just dropped pod decks all the way across the room and um, and I had to reach with my foot to get that. So that is a good time to mention that we are sponsored by pod decks. This episode is powered by pod decks. Pod decks are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to take your interviews and podcast episodes to the next level, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Visit poddex.com to get your Poddex today. And we are also sponsored by Loot Crate. Loot You can get a mystery box of Loot at LootCrate.com. Uh, it's cut some of the coolest geeky merchandise on the planet. Use promo code Serial10 and take 10% off. So we already got comments while we're waiting for our guest. Our very special guest is Drew Milden. He'll be here in a moment. Drew! And Dave said, that's better. At first, the audio and video weren't quite synced. That's right. I don't know what that was. And Drew said, or Dave says, uh, the f bomb here is frosted flakes. <laughs> Ooh, you know what, ladies, gentlemen, anytime you feel that urge, just use frosted flakes in instead of, and and that will suffice as a substitution. Melissa, you don't look happy with that. We use sandwiches. Okay. That's what that's what my son always says when we would go to like his um, Yu-Gi-Oh card tournaments. He's like, "Mom, language," you know. And there's like twelve thousand <laughs> grown-ass children, and he was like, "Mom, language." And I was like, "Sandwiches, French fries." And so that would just that just that's just started happening. And Dave Mattingly says the only instrument I can play is the radio. <laughs> and curious idealist Angel Love Angel. says I can rock the tambourine. That's Pretty, pretty awesome. So, guys and gals, while we are waiting for Drew Milden, it is time for our very first segment, and that is What's in the Bowl? And Debartee, I I know. She's like, dang it, Johnny, I'm not eating that Frosted Flakes Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But that's what we all have. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Or is it? Look, I'm participating. Okay, I bought your stupid Cinnamon Toast Crunch. One bite. That's all I'm asking. I even bought chocolate Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. Oh, French Toast Crunch. So I did this 
because the back is more fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so the back. This uh, is not. Yeah. This, this is I thought crazy. I was being. I thought I was being pranked. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, and for those of you watching, that's why we're called back to the cereal box because when. Wait. Wait. What? I think they're all different. They are all different. They are. Oh, they got different expressions. Yeah, they are all different, so they are collectible. Oh. Oh, that is pretty cute. Wait, wait, wait. Keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Let's make them dance. Ready? You can do it if you want to. That's all I know. We'll edit music in later. All right, so. So. Well, D, since you got the chocolate and since Melissa has the French toast, go ahead and take a taste of those. Even if it's, even if it's dry, D, come on. Sometimes cereal is a delicious dry snack. You remember what JD said. <laughs> Johnny, I have a, a second surprise for you. What's that? To stick with the screwing you factor. I put my cereal in a bowl with a handle. That's okay. A bow with a hand. I love look, it. But look how cute it is. It's like little toast. <laughs> I was going to put mine in a bowl as well with a handle. But All right. so, I, I'm not eating this beer. Pour the milk. I know. DMRT rejects the entire premise of the show. And, mm. and, and I got to tell you that we were given a huge compliment by a massive icon in podcasting yesterday so um he thinks this is a great idea and he loves it and that's all i'm gonna say all right everyone got it you got the cinnamon toast crunch all right sean you ready let's go mm. so sean we're gonna get melissa's thoughts about French toast crunch because I want to try that. I almost bought it too, but I have ninety-eight percent of a box if you need it. <laughs> I might fill this part in though, because I do love it. I don't have my glasses on, but I do love a game. Well, I have a box for you, so I'll send it to you. I got the Captain Crunch all berries. Or did you already get that? I got one of those. Because they had like the single serve. Yeah. And so then I'm walking around the supermarket annoying the crap out of people at eight thirty last night. <laughs> so but Sean, cinnamon toast crunch. Do we think that this is the best cereal ever made? It's in the top five. Definitely in the top five. Yeah, I mean it it, it it's golden grams. Mm-hmm. With cinnamon. It's delicious. Look, I actually like Golden Grand. I like, th- there's one cereal I like. I really dislike Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I'm not eating. I used to live in a dorm. <laughs> I had to eat. so much anxiety trying to make me eat this cereal. I don't want to eat it. I used to live in a dorm and had to live that cafeteria life. And those were the mornings you knew you was going to have a good day when you saw the, the pre-packaged Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So was it in the little cups? 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I, I think cinnamon. I did that a couple weeks ago because you know I was, I, I tried to go to the grocery store after midnight, and it did not work. I thought Walmart's were open twenty four seven. Not anymore. Not since COVID. No. Yeah. yeah. Because because you know COVID is more dangerous after midnight. Of course. It's like Gremlins. Or at least at the Walmart's here. It probably is like Gremlins after midnight, but So Melissa, tell us about French Toast Crunch. Is it delicious? Is it good? I love it. Is it good? It's, it's adorable. Like it is the cutest thing ever. It's like those little shopkins for kids. It's it's like stale dry syrup. But if you chase it with coffee, it's not bad. See, I said, why trying to get me to eat cereal and trying to get cereal to sponsor our show? I'm the worst person for this. I'm great <laughs> if it's dinner time or like a snack before bed. I'm the perfect cereal before bed sponsor ever. I could do that. Well, I to eat breakfast. Well, well, but D, it's okay if you dislike it as long as you do it in a humorous way. Well, this humorous because I'm just being me. And while we are enjoying what's in our bowl, this week's guest has popped in. So let's Drew. welcome this week's guest. Who is it? It is Drew versus the world's very own super podcaster, Drew Milden. Give it up, everybody. Drew. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. man. Good, good, but but good. your camera is um, glitchy. We hear you just fine, but oh no, your your camera is missing frames. That's okay. As long as Sunshine we can hear you, lollipops. Give us a one, two, three, testing. One, two, three, testing, testing. One, two, three. All right. If you can boost your volume just a bit, we're gonna be perfect. So, One, two, three, testing, testing. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. So, Drew, do you have your Cinnamon Toast Crunch this morning? Of course I have my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's like in the other room where I can reach it. <laughs> mm. So he's got he's got the little cup. He got dorm food. <laughs> yeah, so I went, I went with the classics. Oh, oh, and, and I have my milk. Since everybody, you know, some people use cups, some people don't use cups. I have my milk in a nice Drew versus the world exclusive cup. Good job, Drew. There's some branding happening right there. Okay. It's you a bowl with a it's a it's bowl, a bowl with a with handle. handle. Why why have I not manufactured back of the cereal box bowls? I have no Melissa. idea. Melissa. What? You need to keep me on track. You're my no. organizer. You gave me a different homework last night. You can't like pile I, on the two homeworks. I got my I own business, Johnny. No. no and your go. business is helping people stay organized. Okay. That'll be one twenty-five an hour. It's <laughs> oh. a hefty All price right. mark. So because <laughs> the back of these cereal boxes are kind of lame, I went ahead and pulled back out 
the Ghostbusters cereal just for the back. Now, the Melissa, back. T- tell us what's on the back of, of French Toast Crunch. Is that, do you ha- wait, hold on, hold on. Melissa, do you have French Toast Crunch? I do. That is my favorite cereal of all time. So I went with this one, Drew, because the box, like the back of the regular box looks like an orange mummy with weird eyes to me. And this one was more fun. Mm. So you guys are going to see the mummy reference later when you're looking in your cupboard. You'll be like, oh. So I put you center stage so you can show us what's on the back. That's the back. So play Frenchie's crazy game because French toast. Mm-hmm. And then there's word puzzles, crazy cross- crosswords, and then an ice spy. Ooh. I like I like <laughs> that uh, crossword in that it's like not a traditional shape. It's like all kind it's, of snaky. It's it's in the Yeah, see? the Eiffel I Tower think that's because pretty great. Frenchie. That's that's branding right there. So I can't help, but do you guys remember the movie 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes. And when the girl was drunk in the car, and she was just like, oh, my God. French toast. That just keeps playing over and over. But she, you know, she says it a different way. But, you know, we're mm-hmm. PG today. But, yeah, French toast. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, calm down. Come on, Debartee. She's the calmest one. First and foremost, I love to. First and foremost, thank you guys for having me on. I didn't get to say it because I was late. John, you are my superhero, um, and I really, you know, you are my member. Um, the podcast world and um, Sean you are my you know audio you're a sultan of sound um, D Barty oh I have been watching you since you know John has put this on me and you are my spirit animal um, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa you know I love you so much and all you've done do for me on my lives and all the magical things you are mm. my heartbeat so Thank you, thank Love you, you Drew. All for having me on. Oh, it feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful love. Just yourself. So lovely. Everyone's so lovely. We can play that on the piano together, D. <laughs> so, 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 Drew, tell everyone who you are, what you do, and I'll how you got wrangled into being on this show at Maybe nine later. in the morning, your time, so, eight our time. So, first of all, cereal soup. I'm going to start off with that, but um. <laughs> You didn't think I was going to not say that, but my name is Drew. I'm the host of Drew Rest of the World, a podcast where you get information through information. Every week I have on people who are changing the world and through their success and through their failures, I want my audience to become world changers themselves. So I want all my audience to take a little bit of advice each week and grow and evolve and be like just go out into the world and if they're stuck in the mud if they want to grow their business learn from each guest i have on so that's drew versus the world podcast wherever you can listen to the podcast and how did you get wrangled into being on this show oh man that's a wonderful story um so 
first and foremost, I think I asked to be on this show because, again, I'm such a fan of John and I'm such a fan of this show, such a fan of the Back to Serial podcast network. So I said, hey, I want to be on. I love serial. I love comics. I love pop culture. Why the heck not? So um, I think I reached out to John. I was like, hey, can I please be on the podcast? And eventually he sent me a link. So I'm here now. Via Clubhouse. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Via Clubhouse. <laughs> So, so this morning is going to be a little bit different with Drew, because Drew is a a he is also a master of pop culture. He is a student <laughs> of pop culture, and so that's why I I broke out the the Ghostbuster cereal again. Even though we're not eating this morning, the back has these great trivia questions and great uh, conversation prompts, kind of like pod decks, which we're going to use in a moment, but. Um, I love this question on the back of the Ghostbuster cereal box. You suspect your friend is possessed by an ancient spirit. How can you tell for sure? A, ask them politely if they are an evil spirit. Two, throw garlic at them. Or garlic. Uh, B, throw garlic at them. Or C, Research psychokinetic <clears throat> biological inhabitation in Tobin's spirit guide. Drew A, B, or C. Ask them politely, throw garlic at them, or consult Tobin's spirit guide. Um, through my normal um, conversation, first of all, why the, why are you throwing garlic at them? They're not vampires. That's the first thing. Um, so, <laughs> and, thir- <laughs> and third, um, the number um, C, I, I'm not doing any research. This is immediate action needs to be taken. So I would ask them. Um, and it depends on what type of level of possessed they are. If they're exorcist possessed, then they might just, you know, they might throw up on me. So I, I'll know from there. But if they're... <laughs> <laughs> if they're yeah! Um, yeah, exactly. if they're Ghostbusters one possess, then there might be flowing in the air. There might be some back back. There might be you know Rick Moranis running around, and you know you'll know. <laughs> yeah. well, so I'll go for A. <laughs> D, you feel I, I feel like you have an answer here. A, B, or C. <laughs> um, totally C because I research everything. All I can think of is that I watched Suicide Squad again last night. So all I can Wait, think the of first is the one or the second one. The That's what one. I was thinking of. Like when he's like some an evil thing, like an ancient evil. That's don't immediately what I thought of. Yes. Yeah. I was. The second one was horrible. I did not like it. How sister? Yes, but Harley's dress was. Yeah. Did not like it at all. I also watched the Equalizer last night. I really liked it. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I've not seen the Equalizer yet. I oh, need it's to. I know. I know. It's, it's the a, it's was, a... Uh, but the weird thing about gore, I had to watch it on like TBS, so they cut out all the gory parts for me. Well, that's uh, Denzel Washington, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I love Denzel, and actually every movie I've ever seen him in, I love. But that genre is like on the lower end of my favorite kind of genres. So I've never seen it. Yeah, Denzel, he's one of those actors that's on my list that if he's in it, I'll at least give it a chance. 
like Denzel, Samuel Jackson, Al Pacino. If they're in it, I'll give them a chance. I'll give it a chance. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Wilson. Freeman. Mm-hmm. Those are my peeps, dude. I we love got, Will Smith. We He's got so pretty. many comments, you guys. Definitely Will Smith. Yeah. So so we got we to gotta address some of these comments before people get mad at me. Um, Dave Mattingly says, French toast crunch, ooh la la. And Eli's with you, D. He defies your toast crunch, Johnny. I'm eating corn pops. Eli. Corn pops are a delicious dry snack. Mm-hmm. I don't they, like they, they work really well without milk. Yes. And Angel Love says, I love that Melissa looked mad at the dancing at first and then joined in. It's just my face. Angel knows that. Resting mad face? Just, just my face. <laughs> and Angel Love says, I've That's got my s'mores jack. cereal. That's a fact, Jack! Sean had a lot of coffee today. <laughs> Dave asks, is French Toast Crunch good? We. Eh. Oui. Oh, and, and, and he again chimes in, Ghostbusters cereal. He breakfasted me, Ray. He breakfasted me. I love Dave, by the way. Isn't he the best? He he really is the best. And he was, I think, one of our very first guests. And I want to have him on again with Angel Love and our good friend Cindy Kep to do a dad jokes episode. Ooh. Yeah. A dad joke off. Yeah. Yeah. They would be epic together. Oh, my gosh. So I've trained my son inappropriately perfectly. <laughs> The other night, I was just like, I'm hungry. And he's like, I'm hungry. I'm Isaac. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I did not hear dad joke off. Yes, I know. And I thought about it, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different circle, D. (laughs) Pump and dump. Um, But where's where's Dina? <laughs> She's right there. Good morning, Fox go. Listen, if she were on with us this morning, it would be completely out of control at this point. Um, but Johnny, I was going to say, did you do you remember Ecto Cooler? Yes, I do. Oh, I do. That, I've been be... looking for it. You, Eli. Oh my gosh, it freaked me out. So, so D Marty, here's here's the thing. Since you refuse to do cereal. Would you I don't do... know why you have me here. I'm not a morning person. I hate cereal. Like what? Like because, why am I here? Because because you can't leave me alone with them. And and mm. we are the we are the power couple of pop culture. That's why. Yeah, but you, you give me a bad rap because you made me wake up early and then I'm cranky in the morning and then you're like eat cereal and I'm like I hate cereal. <laughs> but those are like the only that like. Like, like, otherwise, I'm very pleasant to be around, I think. But I think I, we I'm need to change this to the back of the wine bottle podcast. <laughs> no, you know what Do you want some people? cheese with that wine? <laughs> Please. Oh. I don't have to be here. Hey, Eli Cash says, I remember Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercials involved cannibalism I just when the little that. pieces kept yep. eating each other. Yep. yep. That's what I just said. Oh, my gosh, it freaked me out. Do you know me or not? I just said that. Hello. I didn't know what you were <laughs> referencing. Hey, stick with the rest of the group. Let's get there together. It's more fun when we do it together. I can't. It's too early. Oh, my gosh. You're making people laugh. I love it. That's why you're on. 
And uh, Eli, you are what you eat. Oh, that's that's harsh right there. Tacos. Filing <laughs> cereal. <laughs> Drew, you throw garlic at the ghosts because it makes them smell better, or the mm. evilly possessed people. Mm. And uh, let's see, uh, Sean, what's your favorite Pacino movie? For me, it's either Ooh. Dog Day Afternoon or Scent of a Woman. Well, Dog Day Afternoon is a good one. That's a I good, good one. Hoo-ha! Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Because there's a lot of them. Uh. <laughs> or uh, what's that movie with Adam Sandler? Or is that Pacino? Wait, Pacino and Sandler were in a movie together? At, was it Pacino? Or did, that can't yeah, be right. Yes, it was. That can't uh, be right. Fun with Dick and Jane, I believe the movie is called. And Pacino was actually chasing after um, Adam Sandler playing a woman. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, so, I don't get, I don't get speeches Jill. too much, but Jack I'm not Jill, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dick and Jane has... Um, uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yep. See, John, I know some stuff. <laughs> You're, you're on That's fire you're this here, morning, D. D. You're on fire. I love it. I love it. So Angel Love asks. Angel Love asks about the spirits, uh, the evil possessed people. Are they like friendly and just visiting, or is this going to be a big problem? I think I'd just go hide and call Ghostbusters. This is not in my wheelhouse. So if they're if they're nice and just visiting, I think we call them in laws. Um. <laughs> Hey, I like my in-laws, so my in-laws are good. That's what you say when you're on a public uh, broadcast. I don't have to say that. <laughs> and, and Bob Stowe's 101, yo, he's in the chat. Hold on. I want to go back and answer the question. I think my favorite um, Pacino, Pacino movie? movie is Carlito's Way. Mm. Strongly tied with heat, rounding out the corner with Scarface. Scarface is probably the most quoted of all time, right? Say hello to Say my hello little to my little friend. Yeah. I actually yeah. didn't like that movie when I first saw it. I mean, yeah, it when I was a kid, I, I couldn't process it. Yeah. I had to get like a teenager. Exactly. Even well, even as a teen even as a teen, I really didn't like the movie because I think maybe it was too long. I used to have to watch it on like TBS mm-hmm. and CBS, so I couldn't watch the un on um, commercial version. And you know, on TV, they'll stretch it out with commercials. It's like six hours long. <laughs> I, I was like, oh man, this movie is horrible because I, I was like, it's taken so long to watch it. But yeah. Do you Al know Pacino's that Scarface man. is the movie that is responsible for today's modern movie rating system? Yep. I could, yep. I could take, I could believe that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, it was so outlandish. It was so controversial that that is what got everything slapped with the rating. Melissa, are you doing a puzzle there? Is that what, what's going on? Are you working on the back of the cereal box? I love it. That's good. That's, can- that's, good. that's canon. That's good. That's canon. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and and I, I keep meaning to say this. For those of you who are just now tuning in for the first time ever, the reason we're called back of the cereal box is because when I was a kid, we didn't have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table. We had the back of the cereal box. And we were doing exactly what Melissa is doing now. We were reading the back of the cereal box, asking these questions, doing the puzzles, uh, playing the games, 
cutting out trading cards, cutting out uh, records, uh, reading the comics on the back, or sending away for uh, you know cool loot uh, that you could get from the uh, back of the cereal box. Play with the toys inside. Which do they still put toys inside? Any of them? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. Do you think they would be mad at me if the grocery store I think it's a I health hazard. and just started emptying out the bags to find the toys? You yeah. just started uh, taking you magical cards to the back of each box with our logo on it. That's not that bad of an idea. <clears throat> You're welcome. But if a per- a man with a purple beard um, starts... Um, well, just put on your Harley outfit. Everybody loves drag. I would, I would be a little bit, uh, yeah. It'd be fine. Weary. <laughs> you just wouldn't buy that box. <laughs> I wouldn't buy any box in that store, <laughs> honestly. Well, you just need to come visit me and be like, yay, he's wearing clothes that fit properly. Woo, it's a win for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a great segue into... New loot. This is the segment of the show where we show off new stuff we got this week or stuff that we're into. And um, I got a ton of stuff, but I'll let everybody else go first. Well, Drew, you are the guest of honor. So share with us what you got. All right. So I went what what you call in the community hand. Um, Hard to say. You you can look it up. But got this... um, so I'm really into indie comics. So one of my um, previous guests sent me a comic book for just for this. Um, and it's called The Origins of Impound. So this is about a San Francisco-based MMA fighter who um, gets into the superhero biz. And as ha- what happens, things ensue. He's a single father. He also, um, a bunch of the stuff that's in this comic book actually has um, Sacramento based, excuse me, I said San Francisco, Sacramento based um, places and words and things like that. I haven't opened it yet because it's actually signed. You can see this. It's signed by the um, creator. Um, number oh. one issue. Um, then um, my brother gave me this as well, um, a pot figure for Veep because he said it looks like me. That does look like you. <laughs> that that is that is a Drew versus the world pop right there. Drew versus the world pops coming soon, actually. Um, and then I'm going. This is a real. This is a reveal, and also new loot at the same time. So Ooh. another another of my guests sent me a comic book, um, Peta Comics. He's another indie creator. Um, so he sent me, oh, wow, he sent me a bunch of stuff, actually. So this is one of his first comic books as well. It's called Chainaya. It's um, the tales, the curse of, curse of the, uh, me? curse of the Janranga. So these books um, from Heta Comics are African stories derived from, um, South Africa, and he takes those stories and he creates comics out of them. So, show you this here. So, this is one um, with a female, actually, I would call her super character, not superhero, super character, that she goes around and she fights and saves um, her village from people trying to invade it. Um, so, 
I got issues actually. Oh, wow. These actually are signed. I'm going to pop the top. Um, so these comic books, I got issue one, issue two, issue three, and issue four, all signed by the creator as well. And some stickers and some fun stuff here. That is really fantastic. What else take, we got? I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. <laughs> um, well, listen, so I told Drew you, John. Drew has been saving up for this for months. He's been waiting. So here is something. I actually got, got this from Comic-Con last year, um, New York City Comic-Con, but I wanted to show it here. This is, this, is my favorite, this is my second favorite movie of all time, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's a fun that you open up, and he has, you know, Scott Pilgrim, and he has his guitar, and then he has um, his sword from the last last um, scene, the fight scene at the end when he's fighting his uh, final, the final boss. One of my favorite movies of all time. I can show I you think, all. The... Go ahead. I think uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World is one of the most original movies ever made. It's phenomenal. Yes. So, and I can so, show you all of these, but I'm not. <laughs> well, Dave Mattingly has a question for you. Uh, he asks, Drew, do you mean the stories are from South Africa, the country, or the southern part of Africa? Uh, South Africa. The South Africa. The, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of stories. So he has these first um, versions coming out, and now he's he's actually putting up another version um, coming soon, September 11th, said no, September 15th, he's come out with some other comics that actually um, show another part of that southern region, um, was South Africa. So, one more thing. <laughs> I love you guys so much. So, I told you guys, you nice. need to pay this man, right? So, I went out and brought a box of Magic Spoon Cereal. The cereal can eat. You can eat as an adult. And there's a lot of nutritional value. And there's, um, a, what is this here? The high-protein, keto-friendly, non-GMO, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, wheat-free, nothing artificial, chai-like cereal for grown-ups. And I'm a grown-up, and I love it. Yeah, it is. Listen, I, even though we've, uh, I, I've not been spotlighting him on the show on Saturday morning, um, I am still a huge fan, and that's what I eat throughout the rest of the week. For cheat day Saturday, I have the commercial stuff, but every day, keeping up with the uh, the healthy lifestyle, it's Magic Spoon cereal every day. And Drew, offline, you and I need to talk about new comics. Yum! Yum! Because <laughs> that's the other show that I do here on the network, and I talk about awesome. the new comics I got that week. I would love to do that, and again, I love to spotlight in comics. So, if anything, any way I can do, because I already have like four or five comic book artists. So, I love to spotlight them and people that are doing this, you know, outside the realm of the traditional Marvel and DCs, and um, also, you know, Dark Horse and all those stuff th things too. You know, people that things that people don't understand or don't really pick up on a day to day basis. But that's Drew versus World New Loot. Woo! Love it! Love it! Sean, what you got? All right, so my real new loot, I can't show you guys. <laughs> but you kind of can see it. 
I have installed the desk clamp arms for my lights. And I've gotten rid of all of my tripods and everything. So I'm trying to make it an all-in-one broadcasting station. And because of that, I can't afford new toys right now. But I have new lights. But thanks to Johnny and Drew, I watched a movie that I don't know if I would have normally watched. We did a room on Clubhouse this week um, battling out the new the movies of the summer. And Mitchell's versus the Machines rocked. It was different. It the art style was great. I have a new favorite animated franchise. Yep. And, and that it, is one that D. Barty loved. Yeah. Because she said that uh, the dad in the driver's seat is uh, her husband Brian. <laughs> And my 10-year-old son sat there and watched the majority of the movie, and that's big things. That's it. For him to sit still long enough and eat it. I mean, to watch it. Well, I like movies I can watch with my kids, and they all enjoyed it, so. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, so far it's my, ugh, I I still think it might be my favorite movie of 2021, although Shang-Chi is right there. It might edge it out. I don't know. But you and, know what? The uh, mo- we we talked about this Wednesday night on Clubhouse. The movie that continues to just bore itself into my brain, though, is The Green Knight. Mm. I I just continually think about that movie and the imagery. I and, think I'm and, gonna try to watch that today if I can. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is about that movie, but it just kind of became an earworm for me. And um, you know that Mitchell's Machine was created by the same people who created one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Spider-Man Into the, Spider- in- Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is yes. by far one which of my sequel is, I heard a sequel is coming. It is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I'll be there day one. And there are some rumors swirling around that, that uh, um, <clears throat> the new deal with Sony and Marvel may actually make the Spider-Verse canon and mm-hmm. incorporate some of the stuff that we're seeing in the MCU and mm-hmm. in particular the multiverse and what if. There are all kinds of rumors swirling. And D. Barty just checked out. She's like, this is what Johnny sounds like to me. <laughs> hey, Drew, you know, you, know I'm a, <laughs> you know I'm a big sneaker collector. Remind me one day and I'm going to show you the Miles Morales um into the so Spider Verse Jordan lens. I I, st- I sat on a line for thir- for om- almost three hours to get those darn sneakers and couldn't get them. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing those. <laughs> okay, I got them <laughs> in person. <laughs> yeah, Melissa's like, you did what? No, Melissa. So you guys know I'm a big reader. Has anybody read Jennifer Government? Huh. Hmm. So. Is idea like about it's by Max Berry, and it's like how now we're all individualized based on you know what we're associated with. So like there's a Nike company, but like all the people that work for Nike or their family, so they're Nike people, and so then they limit their production, and then it like causes riots and murders and things like that when the new line comes out, and that's exactly what I heard when it's like, man, I waited in line. I was like, did you kill somebody? Don't kill anybody. It's just shoes. And can, I like can, shoes, you, can we say PlayStation 5? Right? I mean, 
yeah so that's what happened in my head when drew's like i waited in line all day i was like oh no i love you drew bye but i mean <laughs> and I, I sean is the mile is the one of the miles morales sneakers always untied um it depends on how i feel it depends because they have these special tips on the end of them like spider-man tips on the end of the shoelaces and a lot of times I will wear what it's called. The style is called loose lace. I'll wear the sneaker loose lace, but I don't want to step on the lace and mess it up. So uh, that one I do tie. I can show you how to do the checker pattern. So there's a checker pattern that you could create in your shoes where that the laces, they just go to that little tip on the corner of the, the shoe hole, the, sh- uh-huh. the lace holes, and then you will never get that drag. I, think I know you two just, talking about. I think D just died. D just died. Sneaker talk. Sneaker talk. <laughs> lace holes. Um, Dave says, Sean, we could have used your Mitchells versus the Machines experience on the 2021 movie. Right. I, that's, but that, honestly, that's what made me go look at, look for it. And well, even without it. your vote, it still took the, the bracket. So mm-hmm. um, in the next round this Wednesday, you can uh, say yes. It moves on. I, I, although I think it's up against pretty stiff competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah darn think- you guys. I, don't, I do not need homework. For those of you wondering what I'm talking about, um, our, on our Facebook community group and our page, there is a link to our uh, tournament brackets on Challenge. And you can uh, click on that and go vote for your 2021 favorite movie in our tournament. We're in uh, round two now. And, uh, you know, getting down to the final four, and we're going to let everyone on Facebook vote for the final four. Um, so, D, Melissa, you guys got any new loot for this segment? Get it, D. I have loot. Yay! What do you got? <gasps> oh! Nice! Okay, so this is a mini version. My husband's birthday was last week. So, it comes with all these games, 620 games. 620 games. Yeah. Wow. And this is the official Nintendo, right? Yes, the first one. So, let me show you how many it is. This is the, and this is the oh. controller. <laughs> like, oh, it's just Now, Now, wait, NES, I got right? to ask a question about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Does it does it also have a slot for the cartridges? No. Okay. No. No, there's 620 games built in, so I mean it has them all. Does it have Pitfall? Yes. It does has it Contra, really? and Ninja Turtles, and Donkey Kong, and Mario, wait, wait, and Contra. You you said Contra. Uh huh. Contra is the hardest game ever created yes. in the history of video games. Yes. I beat it. No, you did not. Yeah, I beat the first one. How? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I had shout out to my 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 homeboy, faithful cousin, Derek Furby. We took a whole summer and we played it because remember that was the first like co op games. And 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 so, who remembers the code for unlimited lives? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. Come on now. I love it that they yeah, used that in that. Uh... What is that with the, the candy, like the, shoot, Wreck-It, Wreck-It Ralph. They use that. Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. 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 
Yeah, and there was a code that you could enter in, or or no, there was a place in Super Mario Brothers where you could go and and jump on that turtle over and over and over and over and like rack up on the third level unlimited lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty epic. Yeah, I, I is... grew up. I grew up in the age with Pokemon, and you go to this one island in Pokemon, and you go and you get this character called Unknown. Do you remember that, or is that like a little? far into pop culture so pokemon pokemon red or pokemon blue you can go to fly to this island right <laughs> in this region and then you take you slide on the island and you get this character called unknown and then unknown you're able to get as many pokeballs as many um you get to get as many stones and level up your pokemon as much as possible and this is anime corner with drew done love it love it <laughs> so so um, all i heard was pokeball yeah! Well, I, that is awesome loot, D-Bar-T. Your, your, right? your loot cred just... Right. I can forgive you for some of the movies you haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, you got anything to show and tell this morning? I do. Are you ready? I was born ready. <laughs> oh, what's oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh I didn't know okay, what that okay. was. Uh. All right, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. John... <laughs> Melissa got the pajamas. Are you also wearing the pajama bottoms? No, but I have them. Oh, you got the striped ones. I did, because I already have, like, I have plaid ones. They came with my Christmas pajamas. So I needed a different, like, pattern, I guess. I love it. Love it. And you can get that on our website either at uh, Fun. There is a link to our merch store right on the front page so open the front door and come on in and get you some merch hey melissa how do how do they feel it's like this is beautiful it's okay maybe when i wash it three or four times it'll be softer i'm a big like texture like i'm weird about textures so that's why it took me a while to order because i couldn't touch it first this is you, beautiful. That's not you push your loot. That's not you push your loot. Um, it's soft. It's very soft, it's, isn't it, Melissa? It's soft. It fits perfectly. <laughs> there you go. Like and velvet. It's branded ideally, right on the. It's like fun bags of cereal. <laughs> Sorry, the coffee's gone. I don't know what to do. You're welcome, Johnny. I love you. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Rude. I'm gonna go delete all the links I shared earlier. <laughs> all right. I, I, okay, I'm gonna share the loot I got real quick, and then and then um, we golly, there's so much to cover this morning. And Drew, you're such a wealth of knowledge. Normally, we're having to like pull stuff out of our guests, <laughs> but you just brought it. You brought your game. Um, you're awesome, man. So uh, real quick, if you have an Ollie's by you, Ollie's, look, two ninety nine. I got volume one of the new fifty two Batgirl, two ninety nine. The trade paperback, um, and I also got the John Romita Junior Superman run, volume one, from the beginning, two ninety nine at Ollie's. Now they won't be there very, very much longer at two ninety nine. So, if you love comic books, if you love reading graphic novels, 
run down to Ollie's, grab you some. Also, um, I didn't do a new comics episode this week, but I wanted to spotlight real quick, just for you, Drew, uh, Kazar number one, Lord of the Savage Land. This is a really fun book, but what makes it so great is really the artwork on it. The artist is different than what I've seen on a Kazar book before. Uh, real painterly art, uh, broad brush strokes, a uh, lot of action. And the uh, artist is Jermaine uh, uh, Garcia. And um, look at this. Look at that. Ooh. Dinosaurs and super-powered jungle lords. Then <clears throat> I'm going to just show off two things. I'm going to do a full review later this week of a brand-new game that we played over the weekend, Trash Pandas. This is basically a mashup of Uno and the classic game Pit. It's mm. If you've ever played Pit, where you're trying to collect all of the same card, mm -hmm. this is very similar mechanic, but it also incorporates elements of Uno. I'm going to do a full review later this week uh, on Big Bowl of Board Games, but go pick that up. I got that at Kroger for five ninety-five. Kroger. Okay. If you have a Kroger marketplace, and then I'm or, so happy. Or guys. Harris Teeter. <clears throat> okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm super happy. I picked up this board game, Winner Winner Chicken Dinner, and this is by a brand new board game company based out of Atlanta, called uh, 25th Century Games. And I oh. Huh? Who? What? <laughs> and it, it it is it is just a, a one of those board games that I I love because it's simple, it's quick to play, it's for up to four players, and it takes fifteen to thirty minutes to play a game, which for me and my family, and my game group, that's the perfect length of time. I'm going to play this today. I'm going out to a board game group this afternoon. And we're going to break this out and try it, and uh, I'll give a full report next week. I miss our board game show. Well, you know what? We, we're we we're going to make that happen again, D-Barty. <laughs> so um, a couple more. Uh, <laughs> Angel Love says, if Melissa gets kicked, I'm out. Oh, <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> You, you got your fans, Melissa. I love it. love it. I do. And she gives you the big heart symbol. I, I think that's the first time I've ever seen somebody get kicked off the, the live here. Well, if it was going to oh, be happened. somebody, we knew it would be me. I mean, I kicked myself off. Does that count? No, you're not allowed to quit, D. Um, all right. It is time for this week in Geek. And... You guys, I got to say, open this up by saying happy birthday to Spencer Milligan, who is 87 years old. Do you guys know who Spencer Milligan is? This might help refresh your memory. Does anyone know who that is? Marshall, Will, and Holly on a special expedition. The uh, Dinosaur Show. Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. Yeah. He played Rick Marshall oh, in Land wow. of the Lost, which Land of the Lost was my like 
one of my all-time favorite shows as a kid. And uh, he's 87 years old today. So I'm going to look that good when I'm 87. <laughs> well, no, that's not what he looks like today. That's from the show. I know. So you know, you do know I'm going to go back. I'm going to rip that snort, and that's going to be yeah. on my soundboard. <laughs> Please, please. But there was so much happening this week. So it was so it was uh, Spencer's birthday. Uh, it was Star Trek Day on Wednesday, which I didn't even know was a thing until Wednesday. Um, what, what what's your favorite Star Trek, Drew? Uh, my start my Star Trek starts at first generation or next okay. generation. Oh, next generation. Okay, yeah, but I was about I was I was a big Battlestar Galactica guy instead of Star Trek. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm so young. Bertie, what's your favorite Star Trek? I'm sorry, what? Oh, oh, we just lost half our viewing audience. Um, they were like, "That's it. I'm done with this show." Yeah, hey, D, do you remember? So I've been poking the monkeys this week. I I came across. Don't do that. <laughs> Did they fling garlic poo at you or something? Like, yeah, yeah. This monkey could. Peter made that like that. And and I found a poster from a live show that D. Barty and I did when we were hosting Tales from the Geek on another network, and I posted it as a blast from the past. And D, did you know this? We used to get all kinds of hate mail from fans who said, why is D. Barty a, co- a co-host of a comic book show? She doesn't know anything about comics. And and I was like, I would always respond, yeah, but she asks the questions that make me look good. As <laughs> I'm making you look good. That's all that counts, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. No, nobody ever told me we got hate mail because I'd probably quit if I knew people hated me. <laughs> Yeah, you probably would have. Um, uh-huh. Also, you guys, the Matrix trailer released for um, the new Matrix movie. Um, are we excited about this, or do we need this? Do we care? I, I keep hearing about this. Is this for real? For real? For yeah, real? it's for yes, real. Yes, it is. It's for real. Okay, yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm excited. I really want to see. I love everything Keanu Reeves from any movie he's, he's so in. amazing. I, I will Thanks. watch it on a reason. But I would say the best thing about a new Matrix movie is there will probably be a new Animatrix movie, too, that will come out inside of it. So that will be my favorite part is that uh, Animatrix will come out. And Animatrix is the anime version of the Matrix. They usually do – it's kind of like a prequel and a postquel of the Matrix movies. But I will – I love, 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 love – Keanu Reeves, anything he's doing. They and then they also are not gonna have um nice. And they're also gonna have um a new Morpheus, I believe. So yeah. that's gonna be great too. And seeing Trinity in the trailer. It's gonna be interesting because now a day bullet bullet like speed is not anything new. So we was so in awe with that bullet speed and the slow motion and everything like that. But now it's kinda like it's almost a premise upon itself. So I want to see how they're going to do it now. They're doing a lot more, like, real-time action-packed karate fighting would be beneficial, like they did in Shang-Chi. So I, I love it. 
for my different reasons, but I can't wait to come out because I want to see Keanu Reeves do his thing. And they were saying that it was going to be a John Wick, John Wick Matrix tie-in, but it's not. So I'm kind of like bummed about that, but I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. Well, that was my first thought. I was like, oh, look, John Wick is playing mate, uh, playing Neo. <laughs> That's exactly how John he looks. Wick was Neo all all along. So, um, Melissa, are you a Matrix fan? I am a Keanu Reeves fan. Hmm. Matrix, I tried it multiple times, and if I skip past like the creepy bathtub, pull the goop out part, then I'm good to go. <laughs> but if I watch it up until then, I'm like, I can't, I can't continue. So then I just rewatch all the John Wicks instead. So, so the first Matrix movie I thought was a perfect movie. Yeah, it was a perfect sci-fi movie. It is in probably my top five science fiction movies of all time. Top ten perfect movies. Um, original, compelling. But then the sequels happened. <laughs> and kind of killed the whole franchise for me. So I'm hoping that this one, the fourth one, like redeems the franchise in some way, shape, or form. You don't uh, think it I will? know people are going to hate no. me, but I just thought they got progressively worse. I agree no. with you. They did. The first one was awesome, and the yes. whole storyline and how they presented it was great. It was so good, it made me sit through the sequels to get that feeling back. And it just never happens. Yeah. So I'm... I'm I'm, I go both ways with this, with the new trailer. Cautiously like optimistic. Yeah, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I would like it, but it has potential for failure. <laughs> All right, Dbarty, your 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 thoughts on the Matrix? Okay, so <laughs> um, I worked in <laughs> and I did not understand them until recently, re- like like within the last year. I watched them and I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is amazing. <laughs> like, I like the storyline. The third one, but I like the rest of them. I, I am I'm so surprised right now. This is, this is my surprise face. <laughs> Why? That D is, has, one, seen all three of the Matrix movies, and Multiple two... Times. Multiple times. Wow. I'm so impressed. See, I, I just fell in love with Debartee all over again. No, you love me, you hate me. Yeah, whatever. This is serial toast crunch. <laughs> Dave says, silly Neo, the Matrix is for kids. There is no ha! spoon. <laughs> ha! Someone take a screenshot of that right now so I don't forget it. Wow. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Wow. So good. That, if that is not on a t shirt sponsored by Spacta Box, I don't know what, what what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing here? I want that shirt. Make it for me. Send it to me now. Oh my gosh. As Neil oh as a trick bunny. That's all we need with a black so, jacket. So Boom. our 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 pocket friend Billy Thorpe was coaching me about this very thing. Um, okay. Um, also, also this week, guys, and and I understand if not everyone is a fan, but for the first time 
however this is this is pretty exciting if i can uh, actually do this real quick this is pretty exciting for the first time ever aew trounced wwe in the ratings just destroyed them this week and i think we all know why it's a cult of personality <laughs> everybody's not going right. to get that reference johnny i know d and melissa are like okay huh what that's how i feel about sports Sean, are you with me? I know Drew's with me. The song, yes. I like the song too, Sean. Wrestling, wrestling. uh, I had a bad experience. I'm just going to say. Yeah, wrestling. I had a bad experience. Uh, So, okay, I'm from the South, and I come from. Spotlight him. Spotlight him, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to start crying. I'm from the South, so I came up with, uh, what was our wrestling league? NW something? NWA. NWA, yes. NWA, Rock and Roll Express, the original, uh, like I am a... Um, Magnum TA. Yeah, Four Horsemen. Roads. Yeah. Woo! Right, right, right. So that, the original wrestlers, right? I won some, con- I won some wrestling tickets from the radio station. And I won tickets that normally I wouldn't be able to afford. They were right up front. And I almost wish they would have gave me the cheap seats because it's not the same experience on the first row when you're a, um, what's the word I want to look for? A teenager going through my rambunctious years looking for the loopholes. I found several (coughs) of them. Yeah, like the stomp. The illusion was the illusion was broken. You. It was broken, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, we went to the Hardys up the street, and the Rock and Roll Express and the Four Horsemen were eating biscuits together. Like, no, you're supposed to be tearing this the Hardys down. This is not. This is supposed to be World War Three. You're supposed to be going after that man's juggler, Buddhist man. I was upset. Yeah. So, I, and ever since then, I couldn't get the. I can't go back to the illusion. Hold on, who's doing my job for me? (laughs) Well, Drew and I are both really excited because CM Punk has made his return to wrestling in AEW. Brian Danielson made his appearance last week, and AEW is on fire, and it has reignited a new wrestling wars it's not the monday night wars but it is definitely a new it's got the same feeling as the monday night wars and melissa and d are just like mm, curl my hair i remember a time when wcw and wwf was going on when goldberg was on top of his thing and then nwo came and then it was doing cross promotions and then they was coming into each other's uh each other's uh uh, um, shows, studio, yeah. Each other. Oh my goodness, that was like and that was a, that was not like planned. That was all uh, shoots, and and so anyway, yeah. AEW beating WWE for the first time, but guys, this week in geek, this happened. Oh, I love this. 
This is so good. You guys, uh, were you guys like as sad as I was? This is like my. Oh, generation. I cried so hard. <laughs> this hurt me. <laughs> Have you seen the memes? The memes? Yeah. yeah, the memes. The memes are. <laughs> so, I, I watch Blue's Clues through my kids. Um, mm. My son Nicholas was a huge Blue's Clues fan to to the. To the point that we had his bedroom at one point decorated with Blue's Clues motif. I mean, that was his thing. He had the notebook. He had a stuffed blue, the whole thing. And we would sit down and watch this together. I think it was every afternoon. And, you know, Steve, to address his fans and, and a whole generation, 10 years later, can you believe it's been 10 years after we've been through 15 months, 18 months of a pandemic, for him to say, I never forgot you. Yeah. I'm not crying. For, You're crying. First and foremost, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I felt some type of trauma because Steve just left and never told us why. So this gave me closure. This gave Thank closure you. in my life. What, D? I'm sorry, D? He went to college. Yeah, he yeah, told me that was... now. No, he did on the show. I remember he, he, he did on the show. show. He did on the show. Yes, but there sir, was no there was no build up to it. Is the problem? No, exactly. It just no. it was like, hey, we're finished with the show. Oh, by the way, here are my bags. I packed everything up. I'm going to college. Here's my brother Joe. See ya. That was it. That was yeah. it. That was it. That wasn't oh. enough. I don't know this kid Joe from from a can of paint. How dare you? Just so. Okay, I, again, I had a little bit of trauma. <laughs> oh, with this. Look, I like Joe too. The new guy, not so much. It was like one of them things, like, let's say, you know, your, your parents had a divorce, and then all of a sudden your mom started dating this dude guy with no explanation. Just, this is your new daddy. Blue's Clues, mail time. Here you go. <laughs> I don't know you. And and the whole thing is Nickelodeon was like Nickelodeon was ideal to my generation because that was the time where they had guts, they had a uh, face, they had all these different types of like mega huge shows that were going on that really shaped my childhood. And Blue's Clues was hyper important in it. And for him to go to college and then come back to me, first of all, Steve looks horrible. Okay, let's just just say how it is. <laughs> he looks horrible. <laughs> College didn't do him well. But anyway, I would say that this gave me closure at a point where it just it just was very sweet. It I it, I had a little tear coming down, but I'm not gonna say that I I, I really needed this from, from Steve and I appreciate him. The new guys, I don't know them as well, but he did a good job. And this was this blew up the twenty fifth anniversary because now everybody's waiting for that episode. I think it came out or it's coming out soon. So, shout out to Blue's Clues. Shout out to Steve. Um, get some some more makeup, buddy. Let's do this. Drew, how do you really feel about <laughs> it? <laughs> so look, I, I used to have this one dude. I he he made me really hate Blue's Clues. We always have that one guy we work with, <clears throat> especially if you ever lived that cubicle life. He had speakers. He wouldn't turn them off, and he had like alerts when he got mail like anytime somebody sent him mail to the point we would go around to people and be like please don't send him any mail 
because if this thing goes off one more time, I'm going to strangle him. And every time he got mail, this is what you heard. Maybe. But I think we need to find our last clue. The mail's here. It was cute the first time. (laughs) It was amusing the 50th time. But by Wednesday at 3 o'clock, he had to go. <laughs> Maybe that's just a speech. didn't notice because the camera quality wasn't good back then. <laughs> well, so, you guys, first of all. I want that hat. I want that hat, too, by the way, that Steve had. I want Do you know hat. why he left the show? Does anybody know the real reason why he left the show? Yeah, he wanted to Crack. do other things. No. Why? Because he was balding, and he did not want to go bald on a kid's TV show. Because of crack. No. Not because of crack. Hey, Sean, I have a question for you. Do you want some crack with that? Here's your dang crack right here. This is your problem. (laughs) Take it. Well, we it's officially getting... a two snort episode. <laughs> we are fifteen. She's holding minutes. it back. She's holding it back now. She's holding it back now. <laughs> I I feel like Dang this it. is. I feel like this is one of the clubhouse rooms that we hang out in, where they say, "Oh, well, we're five minutes over. We're ten minutes over. We're fifteen minutes over. We should really end this." But then they go on for another hour. But we really do need to bring the show to an end. And there's stuff that we didn't even get to. We didn't get to use any of our pod decks to ask questions. Maybe we're not dependent on them anymore. But they're a great tool to help with interviews. I like and them. I, I do, too. I do, too. And and But we didn't have to really pull them out for Drew because Drew brought it. And that brings me to um, something that is going to be changing on the show. And I think I've told Melissa and D this, um, but this is the first time for our audience to hear it. Uh, we're going to continue to have special guests through October, but then we're not going to have guests anymore. We're going to have a rotating cast of regular co-hosts, and some will be previous guests. And I want to nominate Drew as a returning rotating co-host. All in favor, raise your hand and say aye. That's the chocolate. Aye. Drew, you have been nominated for a rotating (laughs) position. Do you accept? No. Um, But it was it was good to be here. No, I I would love I would love to. You know, Johnny, I adore you. And I adore everything you're doing here. I adore the network. I adore all the beautiful people you have on all the different shows you have. So to be a part, to be nominated, it was just sweet victory. Sweet victory. And whoever gets nominated out of me, sweet. nominated after me, screw sweet. me. Sweet. <laughs> well, so because we have this entire group of co-hosts across the network, and we're just we're going to start bringing them all in to join the the. The, the four core, or the core four, ooh, that's what we're called, the core ooh. four. Shirts, shirts, shirts. Yes. Yeah. This is our symbol. For life. For <laughs> life. 
D Barty, you're fired. All right. I love you. I'm copying John, the cool guy. I'll invite you, D. I'll send you the link. I got you. So, so there's so much stuff we needed to cover, but we're out of time. So we're we're gonna say goodbye. But everybody, please uh, follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, subscribe to this channel on YouTube. Keep the comments coming even after the show. Share the episodes with two, three hundred of your closest friends and family. And uh, above and above all else, if you like the show and you love what we do, please consider contributing at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. If you hate the show, then uh, um, we do have coffee mugs on our merch store. I know. Why didn't you send me one? Yeah, why didn't you send me one? You got the pajamas. I did. I did buy my pajamas. But if you hate the show, and and then you need to contribute even more generously to help us to improve to make the show better for you. Buymeacoffee.com slash CerealBoxPod. And before we let you go, Drew, this morning, where can people find you? So people can find me anywhere they listen to the back of the cereal box um, on all podcast streaming service. Drew vs. the World is a, a weekly show that, again, I give inspiration through information. So each guest has the ability to give somebody um, the their through the success and their failures knowledge to evolve and become a better version of themselves. Again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Johnny, for having me on. And this is Drew vs. the World. Oh, mugs coming soon. Awesome. Love it, love it, love it. And um, ha, next week, next week we will have a giveaway with with uh, with uh, Angel Love suggestion. Next week during the show, if you do hashtag buy me a coffee mug, we will draw a winner for a back of the cereal box bowl with handle. Mm. You awesome. have to give me one first before you give them away the under. Anyway, that, feeling um, just a little. We can we can win, right? You can't win. No. What? Can you make a bowl for handle? Like legitimately a bowl of handle? Like just have let's talk about it. We could talk about it. Like, oh, no, no. Yeah! Like, like a, a handle that you can attach to a bowl. Yes. All you need is a snap. So all you need is a snap, like two like two things that snap like this. And just boom, bowl handle. I think they call that a clamp. All right, so um, <laughs> you got me on that one, Johnny. That's the after dark episode. <laughs> Ooh, that's it, guys. We're done. Um, Where's the one? <laughs> until the next time, we love you, mean it. Catch you on the flip side. Hey there, friends and foes. This is the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And on this week's episode of Saturday Morning Live, I am joined by Crayley Vanest of Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. And while we are live at Superman Celebration, DL Memphis, the Geek Gumshoe, Melissa Stetcher, and Sean Connors are holding down the fort in the virtual rec room as we welcome comedian and pro wrestler Ivy Roman and we're going to join that episode in progress right now. <laughs>